Hello everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Garage Gossip. I want to start by saying how sorry I am that I did not prepare this episode. I did not do anything for preparations. So, if this episode is chaotic, I'm very sorry. I can be chaotic sometimes, and this is one of the days where it will probably be chaotic. Because not only did I not prepare anything for this episode, I am also currently multitasking because I am watching Landon Ross's stream on Twitch at the same time. Because I was actually going to record this episode yesterday, so on Monday, but then Landon decided to stream and I was like, I cannot watch the stream, like I have to watch it. And so I watched it and I'm very happy that I did watch it because it was the stream was so unhinged but it was so fun to watch and I'm not really like a gamer I don't really like to watch gaming videos and stuff like that but watching Lando play Fortnite is something else like it's fun to watch I watched for two hours I did not watch the full stream but I watched for two hours I mean that's a long time for me to watch Fortnite when I normally like I can't stand it for like five minutes so yeah and He's also playing Fortnite right now, and I'm watching again, obviously. Today he decided not to use his camera, so we don't, like, I don't see Lando himself. I just see him playing Fortnite, which is sad, but, you know, whatever. We'll deal with it. Um, So yeah, I'm very sorry if this podcast episode is chaotic, Um, but I just really wanted to have an episode for you this week, because... I have decided that from um, the week that of the 1st of January, so like this week there will be an episode, next week there is an epi- there will be an episode, and the week after that there will be an episode, and the week from the 1st of January there won't be an episode, because my exams are coming up, and these are my first exams that I'm doing at my new school, because I am... Well, how do you say it? It's difficult to say it in English, but I think like I started my first year of college this year. So this year, like I have my first exam period coming up and I really, really, really want to do well because I don't want to have to retake my exams in the summer. Like I don't want that. So I really want to just be able to focus on my uh, on my exams and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. It's this episode and then the two after this and then I've decided to just don't do an episode anymore until my exams are over. Um, and that's for like the whole the full month of January that there won't be any episodes. And normally the first or the second week of February there will be episodes again. And I am hoping that there won't be any car launches in like that last week of January. But, well, actually, did we have... Yes. I was gonna say we didn't have any car launches last year in January, but we did. We had Haas on the 31st of January last year. Um, but, you know, this year, fingers crossed that there won't be any car launches in January, that, you're, that they're just all gonna be in February. Actually, thinking about car launches, it's not that far away anymore. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. I mean, we're the 12th of December today. It's not that far away anymore, these car launches. Just like something more, like a little more than a month. That's actually not that much. Wow. I thought we had to wait way longer than that. Because everybody's always like, oh yeah, 
the winter break is four months. And yes, okay, technically that's correct, because you don't have a race for four months. But from January moving forward, we do have car launches and we do have a lot of things that, you know, also have an influence on the F1 season. So, yeah. I'm actually not that not that sad anymore about this winter break. Because I, honestly, I had... In the beginning, I had no idea how to navigate it. But now, I'm starting to, you know, feel it. I'm, to be honest, quite happy that there is a winter break right now. Because that means there are no F1 races that I have to wake up for or stay up late for. And I can just do full focus on my exams. (laughs) Because my exams are pretty important, if you can tell. Anyway... Moving on to today's topic. Today's topic is, besides Formula 1, my favorite sport that I watched this year. And that is obviously Formula 2. If I'm being honest, I enjoyed the Formula 2 season this year. Like, the races itself way more than the Formula 1 season. If you did not watch Formula 2 this season, I really, really, really recommend... On watching it next season because it's so much more fun i mean all their cars all this they're all the same it's just like the livery that's different and that makes it very fun to watch because like the fights that they have they're all equal because nobody has like a better car than the others so yeah i really 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 recommend it um just like f1 academy i really recommend watching that but you know, if you only watch Formula 1 this year and you decide to watch a second category next season, I mean, I think that depends on what you want to watch. I mean, I recommend both F2 and F1 Academy. F3 as well, but F3, I think, is super difficult to understand if you don't watch F2. So if you want to get into F3... I recommend getting into F2 first. Okay, that said, today I will be talking about the 2023 season of Formula 2. Um, and we're just going to jump straight into it. Just straight into it. I don't know whether this episode is going to be long or not, but I just I'll just I will just talk and then we'll see. <laughs> um so the first thing I want to say about this season is that we had 10 rookies. We had 10 rookies racing this season. And if you're new to F2, in F2 we don't have 10 teams, we have 11 teams. So instead of 20 drivers, we have 22 drivers. 10 of those 22 drivers were rookies. That's almost 50% of them. Like, in an in F1, it would be 50% of them. That's actually quite a lot. That's quite a lot. And I'm going to be honest, some of these, I just figured out they were rookies. Okay? Most, actually, well, yeah, most of them I knew were rookies. But others, I just figured it out. So I will go over every team. um, And then, you know, I can say whether or not there was a rookie in the team. (laughs) Um, So the first team was MP Motorsports. And we had Dennis Hart. Dennis Hauger, I again, I did it before. Um, I I can't pronounce his last name, 
suddenly. Normally I can pronounce it, but now I can't. We had Dennis Hauger, and we had, um, I'm thinking, Druvala, but I forgot his first name. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Um, none of those were rookies. Moving on to Rodin Carlin, yet Zane Maloney, who was a rookie, and with Enzo Fittipaldi, who also was a rookie. Then we had ART Grand Prix with Theo Porcher, who wasn't a rookie, and Victor Martins, who was a rookie. Moving on to Prima, we had Frederick Vesti, who wasn't a rookie, and Oliver Bamman, also known as Oli Bamman, probably mostly known as Oli Bamman, <laughs> who uh, was a rookie. Then we had High Tech Pulse 8 GP uh, with Jack Crawford, who was. Wow, no, I said something very wrong earlier. <gasps> oh, I'm going to. I'm gonna have to correct myself here. Yes, I have. I said Enzo Fittipaldi was a rookie. He, he, is a, he was not. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Enzo. I'm sorry. I'm spreading misinformation. I'm sorry. Enzo Fittipaldi of uh, Rodin Carlin was not a rookie. He wasn't a rookie. <laughs> um, so what I was saying. I was saying High Tech Pulse 8. So we had Jack Crawford um, who was a rookie. And we had Isaac Hadja who also was a rookie. Moving on to Dams. We had um, Ayumi Iwasa who wasn't a rookie. And Arthur Leclerc. Yes that is the little brother of Charles Leclerc. Who was a rookie. Then we had... Oh, I'm going to try and pronounce this team correctly. Because it I can never, I can never do it. Invictu... <laughs> See, there I go. There I go. Invicta of Virtuosi Racing. With Jack Dewan and Emery, Co Emery Cordale. Both not rookies. We had PHM Racing. Um, PHM? To be honest, they had... I mean, they had quite some drivers this season. We have Roy, Roy Nisani, who was not a rookie. And we also had... Um, I'm thinking of his name. I'm thinking of his name. Brad Benavides, who was a rookie. But he did not... Benavides did not finish the full season. He was replaced by um, Mason... Like, I don't know, I think in Spa? I think in Belgium it was replaced. Then we had Trident with Roman Stenic, who was a rookie, and uh, Clement Novelak, who was not a rookie. We had Van Amersfoort Racing, Richard Verschoor, who was not a rookie, and Juan Manuel Correa. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. I, I, I try my best, okay. And he was a rookie. And then last but not least, we had Campos Racing with Kushmaini, who was a rookie, and Ralph Boschung. Boschung, I said that, so I'm sorry. These names, some of these names are hard, others are very, very easy. Ralph Boschung, who was not a rookie. So, you know, those are all the teams, those were the rookies. I'm going to go over the rookies very quickly again, just name all 10 rookies. So we had Victor Martins, Zane Maloney, Oliver Behrman, Isaac Hadja, Roman Stenek, Arthur Leclerc, Jack Crawford, Juan Manuel Correa, Kush Maini, and Brett Benavides. Those were the 10 rookies we had this season. And those rookies made this season very interesting, at least 
some of them made this season very interesting. Maloney, yes. Martins, yes. Bamman, yes. Crawford, yes. Hajar, yes. Sometimes. Leclerc, I mean, let's just say I like the season. We're just gonna say it. we're gonna we're gonna keep it on that. All right. So, moving on to the calendar of this, like the past season. So, we start in Bahrain, just like F one does, and well, I explained the Formula 2 weekend format in my last podcast episode as well. But I will do and I will try <laughs> to do it again. Um so in Formula 2 their days are also Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They always use those three days. But what their days look like are a bit different than the Formula 1 days. So in in F2 we have free practice on Friday just like we have an F1, and we have qualifying on Friday. And that is because in F2, we have the sprint race on Saturday. We always have a sprint race in F2, and we have the feature race, which is like the Grand Prix on Sunday, right? That's very easily explained, actually. But then, qualifying, you know, qualifying for them is half an hour session, where they can all just go onto the circuit and just set their fastest line, fastest fastest lap time possible. Wow, <laughs> that came out way too difficult. Okay, so they have half an hour to just go for it. And then when they've qualified, the top 10, so drivers from P1 to P10, for the sprint race, they will be reversed. So the person who is in P1, becomes P10 for the sprint race. And the person who is in P10 becomes P1 for the sprint race. Right? So what they actually... they How they qualify, that is how they will start the feature race. And the top 10 just reverses. And I don't know why they do it, but I think it's just to make it more interesting. And to be honest, I am a huge fan of this. And I think we should really maybe think about incorporating this in the F1 sprint races because this is so much fun and it's like also beneficial for the championship like it just brings people into the fight for the championship that you at first think wouldn't be able to be there right you get what i mean um okay so Bahrain um i did not watch this race um, the first F2 race that I watched, I think it was Barcelona, but something in me says it was Monaco. But I'm not sure. I definitely watched Barcelona, but Monaco could also, like, it could, could be possible that I watched it. Um, so Bahrain, I did not watch it. I don't honestly have a lot to say about this, so um, I'm just going to say the spring race winner. Well, actually who qualified on pole for the feature race. So in P1 was Theo Pocher, in P2 was Victor Martins, and in P3 was Richard for sure. And that's qualifying for the um, feature race. And uh, that feature race was also won by Theo Pocher. Um, that is the only race Theo Pocher won this season. 
and keep that keep that in mind okay that's something that will come back later to, later today it will come back the sprint race was won by Ralph Bashong other than that i can't talk about this race just like i can talk about the next one uh saudi arabia um so qualifying p1 to p3 was Victor Martins, Oliver Behrman, Slay Oli, Slay Oli, um, and Theo Pocher. The winner of the feature race was Frederick Vesti, and the winner of the sprint race was Ayumi Iwasa. Maybe I should talk about who are my favorites, actually, before continuing with the um, calendar. So, my favorite team is obviously Prima. Prima is kind of like the little baby brother, the little baby sister of Ferrari. Kind of. Um, I love Prima. Prima is... Like, I love Prima in F2, I love Prima in F3, and I love Prima in F1 Academy. So, yeah, slay Prima. My favorite drivers? Oliver Behrman, um, Jack Doohan, Frederick Vesti... Are there others? Are there others? Arthur Leclerc. I think those four are my main three, uh, main four favorite drivers. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to Australia, which was a very, very, very chaotic race for F1, but it was not for F2. I think it was not at least. Qualifying P1 to P3. Was Ayumi Iwasa in P1, Theo Porcher in P2, and Victor Martins in P3. As you can tell by everything I just said, like, you know, all the races that I've already summarized, ART was very, what well, is, was, is, was, I don't know, a very competitive team this season. Um, the winner of the feature race was Ayumi Iwasa, and the winner of the sprint race was Dennis Hager. That's everything I can say about it. Moving on to Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan was actually... I had to rewatch this race. I had to rewatch this qualifying. And I, I had to rewatch sprint race and feature race. And I had to rewatch qualifying. Because holy mother of God. This weekend, I'm so sad that I could not... That I did not watch it. Like, when it actually happened. Um, this weekend was dominated dominated by Mr. Oli Behrman. And like I just said, Oliver Behrman is my absolute favorite driver in F2. Oli did not only qualify in P1 with a broken steering wheel, might I add, he also went to win the feature race. And on top of that, he also went to win the sprint race from P10. Let that sink in. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, that is pure talent. That's pure talent. Holy mother of God. Slay Oli. Oli slayed that. Oli, that weekend. Amazing. Amazing. That really, that weekend really showed what good of a driver Ollie was. But people that <laughs> people that qualified in P2 was Enzo Fittipaldi and in P3 was Theo Porcher. But still, they could not beat Ollie. And Ollie had a broken steering wheel. 
Just saying. Just saying that. You know what? You know? <laughs> Moving on to Imola. That did not take place. Because obviously, you know, it was... Well, how do I say it in like... Not a bad way. There was a lot of water and a lot of rain. You know? Yeah. Same reasons as... um. The uh, F1 race that did not went on in Imola. Moving on to Monaco. And now we are going to see whether or not I watched this race. Who, f- who, who, who won? No, I don't think I watched this. I honestly don't think I watched Monaco. Hmm. I'm second guessing myself here. <laughs> Quick, quick, quick side note. Lando has decided to stop streaming. So, honestly, I missed his full stream because, yes, I watched, but I did not listen. That's actually so sad. Whatever, it's fine. Now we can do full focus on these talks about the races. <laughs> okay, so, Monaco. Monaco, Monaco, Monaco. Actually, Monaco? There... Hmm. You know what I think is weird? That what they do in F2 in Monaco. They qualify in two groups. They do group A and group B. And I think it's one driver of each team that, you know, is put in each group. But when they do the sprint race and when they do the um feature race, it's like all 22 cars on that circuit. Like, how how do they do it? I mean, what they did? What do they do in F three? Or does not does F three even race Monaco? I am actually searching this up because I want to know. Yes, they do. F three does race in Monaco. How did they? How do? How do they do it? This is actually, I might just watch the F three Monaco race next season because I want to know how they do it. They also qual- they also do qualifying in group A and group B, like two separate groups. But they do like race in one group. <laughs> that's something I can quite wrap my head around. But you know, that's alright. Um so who was P1 and P3 P1 to P3 in group A was Victor Martins in one, Jack Dewan in two, and Richard for sure, I said that very weird. Richard for sure, that's how you say it. That's exactly how you say it. In P3, and then for Group B, it was Frederick Vesti in P1, Theo Porcher in P2, and Zane Maloney in P3. Who went and won the Monaco Grand Prix? That the feature race actually. That was Frederick Vesti, and the sprint race was won by Ayumi Iwasa. By the names that I've now already said multiple times, I think you can quite guess who the battle bet- for the championship title was between. So it was between a, a lot of drivers actually this season. But mainly between Theo Porcher, Frederick Vesti, who Fred led most of the championship. And spoiler alert, he did not win it. He did not win it. Um, and so it was between 
Theo Porcher, Frederick Festi, and Yumi Iwasa. And sometimes Richard Schroed was also in there, but then suddenly he was not. And then there were other drivers that were in the mix, and then suddenly they were not. So, you know, <laughs> that. Um, moving on to Barcelona, Spain. That was my first race that I watched. Can I remember a lot of it? No, I can't. <laughs> See, this is how good I pay attention to the races. And next season, I will be taking notes during the race so that I can talk about that in like my yearly overview or, or in my like recap of the race. That's something that I learned that I need to do next season and I will do it so I promise you next season's episodes will be way more fun than these years and even this year's episodes are not that bad they're not that bad <laughs> so Barcelona to be to be quite honest with you I really like the Barcelona circus I um I went to Barcelona in what was it April with my school and we had this one day free that we could do whatever we wanted and obviously, a lot of the guys wanted to go to, um, you know, the football station of um, FC Barcelona. And I was like, you know what, what I actually want to do? I want to go to the F1 track and, like, the F2 track. I want to go there and want just want to see over the fence what I can see. Unfortunately, it was way too far away from, like, the motel that we were staying. So I did not get to go there. But in the summer vacation... Um, me, my dad, my brother, and my sister, we went to Portugal. Um, and I don't know if you can remember, but we did do Portugal Grand Prix. Like there were multiple, and like we they were at different tracks. And um, every time that we were at a different place, because we moved around a lot in Portugal, every time we were in a different place, I would search up how close we were to like one of the circuits because I really wanted to see one up close. And um, once, well, there was this one time that we were very close to one of the tracks. And so me, my brother and my dad went to the Autodromo Internacional Algarve. And we could not go on the track because there were motor racers practicing for something. But, you know, at least I got to see a little bit of the track. And I got to see a little bit of action on the track. And that made me very happy. Um, that's just a fun side story. <laughs> um, actually, I can remember the Barcelona Grand Prix. Well, what is it? Is it? It's not a Grand Prix in Formula 2, is it? It's the Formula... Well, the Barcelona F2 weekend. Let's say it like that. Um, because this weekend was dominated... Like I said, Azerbaijan was dominated by Oli Behrman. Barcelona was dominated by Prima in general. So, for qualifying, it was Oliver Behrman who qualified P1, Enzo Fittipaldi who qualified P2, and Jack Dewan on P3. And obviously, the feature race was won by Oliver Behrman. <laughs> Slay Oli! He made me so proud. And the sprint race was won by Frederick Vesti, which is Oliver Behrman's teammate from Prima. Yeah, I really enjoyed that race. I can't remember anything of it, but I enjoyed it. That's what I know. <laughs> you know, who cares about like everything that happened on the race? Nobody does, right? <laughs> 
these episodes. I don't know how you guys listen to this. Actually, I don't know why I'm even recording this. Like, it's for me, it's fun to talk about because, you know, what do I, what, what other things do I have to do on like a Tuesday afternoon? Well, evening, evening, because it's already five past eight. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, what else do I have to do on a Tuesday evening? Right? Like, talk to myself? No. What am I doing now? I'm technically also talking to myself, but people are maybe listening to it. I don't know. I hope people are listening to it. <laughs> Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm probably just talking to myself. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I had a voice crack there. Oh, talking about voice cracks. I got a helium balloon for my birthday like a few weeks ago. And it's starting to, you know, deflate a little. And I really want to do a podcast episode with helium. But I don't know if that's a smart idea. Should I do it? I might do it. My next episode might be one with helium. Or the last, the last episode. Anyway, I'm just <laughs> not going on track anymore with my subject. Moving on to the Austria Austria F2 race weekend. <laughs> Whatever. Um so qualifying. I did not to be honest, I did not watch this race because I was on a plane to Portugal. <laughs> so um qualifying. P1 was for Victor Martins, P2 for Frederick Festi and P3 for Theo Porcher. Um the feature race was won by Richard Verschoor and the sprint race by Jack Crawford. And that's everything I have on it. This is so bad. Next year, I promise you, I will take notes and I will have to say a lot more about it. But, you know, whatever. Um, Next is Silverstone. I love Silverstone. Silverstone is like my second home. Actually, you know, Belgium, like Spa is my home Grand Prix. But Silverstone also feel, kind of feels like my home Grand Prix. That's the reason why I just want to go to the Silverstone Grand Prix. I want the Silverstone Grand Prix to be my first Grand Prix that I ever watched live. Like, in like actually at the circuit. But that probably won't be the case. Probably the first race that I will attend will be Spa. I'm refusing to go to Sandford because there are way too much Max Verstappen fans there. I just don't want to go. And actually, there are also a lot of Max Verstappen fans in Spa. But, you know, I guess I can deal with them. You know, when I'm wearing orange, I kind of blend into them. But I'm not one of them. Because my orange is papaya orange. And their orange is not papaya orange. You get what I'm saying? Probably not. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, Silverstone. <sighs> I'm tired. This episode is so chaotic. My voice is hurting. I don't know what I'm saying. Whatever. Um, qualifying in Silverstone. P1 for Victor Martins. P2 for Kushmaini. And P3 for Ayumi Iwasa. When did Czech actually win a race? Czech won a race. But I'm, I I witnessed that and I cried. But I don't know which one it was. Because I think he watched, win, won two races. Whatever. Um, who won in Silverstone? So the sprint race was won by Frederick Festi. And the feature race was won by Victor Martins. Okay. Moving on to Budapest. To Hungary. Can I remember? Ah, see? 
I can remember watching this because um, qualifying it was Czech Duin in P1, Victor Martins in P2, and Frederick Festi in P3. And who went on to win the feature race? It was Czech Duin. So, see, I remember watching this one. I remember crying when Czech won. I do remember that. The sprint race was won by Dennis Hauger, by the way. Oh, I hate saying his name because it's not correct. Moving on to my home race, Spa-Francorchamps. Wow, that sounds very bad when I say it. It's just because... See? Czech won more than one races because Czech also won in Spa. He won the feature race in Spa. Czech, baby. you're. I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you. The feature... No, the sprint race, however, was won by Enzo Fittipaldi. And qualifying, I don't know if it actually matters. P1 for Oliver Bam and P2 for Frederick Festi and P3 for Victor Martins. Doesn't matter. Actually, Spa is one of the races that I do actually quite remember a lot of. Because, holy mother of God, that, I mean, it's Spa, it's Belgium. Yes, I live there, but, I mean, I don't live in Spa, I live in Belgium. But, um, I know it rains a lot here. It's actually raining right now. And so every time, you know, F2 and F1 come here to race, it's raining, obviously, because, you know, that's the Belgian weather. Like, we... It's the Belgian weather, so we have... To, it, ha- it has to rain. Come on. You know, we have to represent ourselves. And I remember qualifying being so chaotic because of the rain. And then we had a sprint race, and that was even more chaotic of the rain. Yeah. I also remember that there was this, but I think that was Formula 1, but there was this guy in the grandstands, I think, and the F1 camera zoomed in on him, and everybody was, suddenly everybody was in love with him. I don't know, actually, if they, if someone found him, but if they didn't, and if you, and if that's you, if you know, like, that's me, you can call me. Because I, you were quite cute. You were quite cute. Um, <laughs> moving on to Soundford, which is a race I did not watch because I was in Spain. I was in Spain that time. Yeah. Ah, yes, I remember. This is so weird. I did not watch the race, but I do remember stuff from this. Wow. Every race that I watched, I can't remember a single thing of it. And then we have this race. And I did not watch it, but I can remember. You know why I can remember? You know what? No, first. Qualifying. Jack Crawford in P1, Dennis Hauger in P2, and Frederick Vesti in P3. Who won the sprint race? That was Isaac Hajar. But that's not what I remember. You know what I do remember? It's Clement Novelak winning his the feature race. I think it was his first win in F2. He's only win enough to, um, you know. Yeah. And I remember seeing that, you know, after that, we saw that Pierre was on the podium in F2, uh, in F1. I'm sorry. <gasps> I'm sorry. I remember seeing that, and I was like, damn, I did not get to witness it. I was like, ugh. Because I was like a camp then. I was leading a camp when that was happening, and I missed it. I was like, damn, I wanted to watch. Like, ha, huh, it's so typical. Every time new people, new, like, people win, like, people I actually like win, 
I don't get to witness it. It's the same with Ollie. Like, it's not fair. It's not fair. You know what also was not fair, though? And we're mo- we've moved on to um, Italy, to Monza now. That feature race. That was not fair at all. It was super exciting. And I'm happy with, you know, who won it. But it was not fair. It was definitely not fair. Um, so qualifying was Theo Porcher in P1, Oliver Behrman in P2, and Roman Stenek in P3. That man was suddenly there and nobody knew where the hell he came from. <laughs> um, the feature race was won by Oliver Behrman. And I am personally, I was very, very happy about the fact that Oli won. But the fact that Fred crashed and that his chance on the championship was, like, basically over. It was not over, technically, because he still, you know, could overtake Theo in a championship. But it was basically over. Yeah, it was not fun. It was not fun. Um, Fred, however, went on to win the sprint race. Well, he did that before he crashed, because the sprint race is on Saturday. You know, whatever. But still... I was happy with Oli winning. Definitely in Monza. I mean, Oli is one of the uh, Ferrari Academy drivers. And so to see him win in Monza, you know, it's, yeah, it's fun, but still. And then after Monza, we had like such a long break because Monza happened from the 1st of September till the 3rd of September. And then we had Abu Dhabi that happened from the 24th of November to the 26th of November. We had so many time between those that I was actually going crazy. I was going crazy because the championship of F2 was yet to be decided. And because Williams still hadn't, you know, let anything slip about Logan staying or not. Those two things were absolutely like they were. Hmm, I was going out of my mind because of those things. Abu Dhabi is... One of the races that I can remember so clearly. And yes, it might be because it literally didn't happen like a month ago. Like not even a month ago. But it might also be because it was such a fun race. So qualifying qualifying was super important. The three people that were still fighting for the championship by this time were Frederick Festi, Theo Porcher and Ayumi Iwasa. Iwasa needed to be on pole to still be able to fight for the championship. Because in um, F2, you also get a point for being on pole. Sadly enough, it was not Iwasa on pole. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be complain but I'm literally not gonna complain about who was on pole because it was Jack Doohan. My baby Jack was on pole. Um and Victor Martins was on P2 and Kushmani on P3. So Iuma yeah. <laughs> Ayumi Iwasa was out of the fight for the championship. And so we went on to the sprint race. The sprint race was super important. Because if Fred could, you know, win it. And if uh, Theo did not score too many points. The championship would not be decided yet. So there was still a chance for Fred to win the championship. And so Fred did exactly that. Fred went on to win the sprint race. And Dio, I'm thinking about where he finished. I'm looking it up very quickly. Where did Dio finish? Dio finished 7th. So, 
that was like it was he got some points for that, but it were not enough points for him to win the championship. And so everything would be decided on a feature race. And that feature race was crazy. It actually was crazy. Yes, I did miss the first six laps. I'm gonna be honest there. I did miss those. Because in my head, the race started 15 minutes later than it actually did. So I went on to the F2 website 15 minutes later than, you know, the start. Whatever. Um, Fred gave his everything that race. He literally gave his everything that race. Um, but unfortunately, so did Theo. And so it was not enough for Fred to win the championship. So the championship was won by Theo Porcher. And Frederick Vesti was second. And um, somehow... Mr. Jack Doohan, who won the feature race, he won the last his last race in F2. Somehow he um, ended P3 in the championship. <laughs> Somehow he did that. Nobody knows how, but you know he did that. And and yeah, that were all the races of the 2023 season. I mean, I really enjoyed this season just because there were so many like battles for like basically all the places in the championship basically all the places because you know there was also a battle between uh, Victor Martins and Oliver Behrman for best rookie of the season that was won by well that title it's not very it's not really a title but it was won by um, Victor Martins I'm I'm gonna see I'm gonna take a look at the standings um so how did we finish? So I'm going to go over these standings from all the way down to P25. Because yes, we had so many drivers this season. Um, so P25 was for um, Colapinto, who only drove one race. P24 for Paul Aaron, who also only drove one race. P23 for um, Mason, who did one, two, three, four races. P22 for Benavides who did quite a lot of races. He did the he did every race except the, the last four. P21 was for Roy Nissani, who did every race but just never finished in the points. P20 was for Emery Cordiel. That's yes, that's true. <laughs> Emery Cordiel, who is by the way Belgian. So we are we are, you know, what what's it called? country buddies or something like that he um, scored eight points in total this season p19 is for korea who scored 13 points in total p18 is for stanek who scored 15 points in total p17 for clement novelak who scored 28 points in total p16 ralph bushong 73 what no 37 points in total P15 for Arthur Leclerc, um, 49 points in total. P14, Isaac Hajar, 55 points in total. Smooth operator there. Um, P13, Jack Crawford, 70, 57 points in total. I'm sorry. P12 is for the Ruvela, 
with uh, 59 points in total, P11, Kushmaini, 62 points in total. Then we have a big gap between P11 and P10. P10 is for Zane Maloney, who had 96 points in total. P9 is for Richard Verschoor, who had 108 points in total. P8 is for Hauger, who had 113 points in total. P7 for Enzo Fittipaldi, who had 124 points in total. P6 is for Oliver Behrman, who had 130 points in total. P5 is for Victor Martins, who had 150 points in total. P4 is for Ayumi Iwasa, who had 165 points in total. P3 for Jack Dewan, like I said, who had 168 points in total. P2 for Frederick Vesti, sadly enough, he had 192 points in total and the winner of the championship with 203 points was Theo Porcher. By these points that I just said, you can really see how close the championship was this year. Like it's not a big gap like Max had to Checo in F1. And that's what I think makes F2 way more exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's it. That yeah, <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say because I was my plan, my original plan was to talk about you know what will happen in F two next season because a lot of drivers are leaving, and a lot of drivers you know are will be coming into the sport. Um, but honestly, there is no time anymore. So I think that will be the next episode. In my next episode, I will talk about, you know, all the drivers that are coming into F2 and all the drivers that are leaving F2, uh, because it's quite a lot, actually. It's quite a lot. And like every, like all the drivers that are switching teams and stuff like that, because we did not, honestly, we did not get a silly season in F1, but we are getting a silly season in F2. Silly season is really, silly season is really seasoning in F2 right now. Yeah. That's actually, that's very good. That's, I said that so well. Wow. You know, we might just end the episode there. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope to, you know, have you as a listener in the next episode as well. Just two more episodes of this first season, kind of, of Garage Gossip. And then it's just a whole month you have to go without me. I don't know what you guys will do without me probably listen to like other podcasts but you know whatever i'll see you next week bye